welcome into another podcast episode from Codings Pro Magazine. I'm Stephanie Chizik, Editor-in-Chief of Codings Pro. In this episode, we are sharing a peek into one of our new features of the magazine to showcase profiles of SSPC members. I interviewed Kyle Hoff. He's Executive Vice President for Champion Painting Specialty Services Corp. So keep on listening to get to know about, a bit more about him and how CPSSC continues to achieve great things as an industrial contractor. Be sure to check back at codingspromag.com for that full-length profile and a bonus case history, too. Why don't you start by go ahead and giving me your background? Okay. So I, I currently live in, in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, born and raised in uh, southeast Pennsylvania. I started my career as a blaster painter with District Council 21 out of Philadelphia as, a, as an industrial painting apprentice. Worked uh, for about 12 years for a contractor out of the Northeast. Opened a Fort Lauderdale office for them in 2004. Grew the business uh, with, with, a, with a great run. In 2010, I decided to go off on my own and bought into, at the time, a very small painting construction company. They did uh, more commercial than, than, than industrial. That is now today Champion Painting. So I've been here since 2010, serving in the Executive Vice President role since then. So that's my basic cliff notes of my career. Okay. How did you get started as a blaster painter in Philly? I mean, um, I guess, what was your call into painting or blasting over there? Well, it's, it's the family business. So we, uh, we as a family, it goes back, I think, to the 30s. My, my great-grandfather lived in a small town in upstate New York called Champion, ironically. And he was a painter. And uh, it, it's just kind of been passed down through the generations. And now both of my sons are, are also painters, both out of District Council 21 also. My brother is in the business. Obviously, my father's in the business. Nieces my wife for it for a time so it's, it's really a family affair wow that's amazing yeah um would you say that your dad has been your mentor in the industry then uh, somewhat yeah he, he he brought me into the business at a very young age and um he got me in the union at 18. so i was working for him in the summers you know those side jobs and what i consider to be that commercial residential painting that he would do you know on the side from his his union you know, nine to five, call it. And I, I just kind of thought it was, uh, you know, a, 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 I don't want to say exciting, but it was a, it was a high paying for uh, work I enjoyed doing. So I just kind of stuck with it. And from there, like I said, I got in the union at 18 and, and never really looked back. That's awesome, yeah. Now I think Champion's the third biggest painting contractor in the country. Wow. And okay. I believe in 21 will be the second biggest. So it worked out. That yeah, I mean, I would say so. So it, you said it started out as more commercial. Or do you think it's more 50-50 now, as far as the breakdown between commercial and industrial for Champion? Uh, no, we do very little commercial. We probably do. I I personally hated performing the work, mm -hmm. so I quickly gravitated to to high steel. So my my career in the field was primarily sandblast and high steel and smokestack work. Mm. And. Um, now we have a, a commercial interiors division in New York City, and that group performs everything from, you know, call it quasi-industrial, like station, train stations work, subway work, all the way through high-end, 
you know, Manhattan condos. So that probably makes up a small percentage of our total book of business, maybe, maybe under 5%. And then do you have other locations around the country or world for that matter? We do. So, so I'm sitting in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, which is our corporate office. We have a New York City office. We have a Griffith, Indiana office, which covers the Chicagoland area. We have an office in uh, Anchorage, Alaska, and we have an office in Guam. So they're the brick and mortar locations that physically have staff and warehousing capabilities. And then we have multiple, I call them, you know, office locations, Tennessee, Georgia. You know, we don't, we don't list those as locations per se. Okay. Well, that's amazing. I mean, and do you get to go to the other offices? I mean, Alaska and Guam just sound, I don't, I mean, I don't want to, you know, discount Chicagoland, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I, uh, my brother, Dwayne, is our, our corporate vice president. He has, I don't, I don't like 30 hour plane trips unless I'm going to have a good time. Uh -huh. So uh, I have not had the fortunate travel experience that, uh, that Dwayne has to, to go to Guam and some of these other remote locations. Is he also located in the Fort Lauderdale area? He is, he, he's, he's here with, with myself and our president, Carlos Hernandez. Okay, awesome. Okay, so how did you guys, either you personally or Champion, kind of get started with the SSPC um, association? Well, so, so for myself, I have always been involved with SSPC in some level through craft worker training, you know, uh, predating CAS, obviously, and predating C3. But the, the, the company I started my career with was QP1, QP2, QS1. So I really don't know any other way to do business other than, you know, as a QP contractor. And our, our customer base, in many cases, it's a requirement, whether it be on the road and bridge, the military, you know, all of our lead abatement. So I've just always, from the inception of, of my understanding, in some, at some level been involved with SSPC. Okay. Obviously, you're... You're talking about, you know, the training and the, the certifications. Are, are you also particip a participant as far as the association itself goes? You know, um, are you on any um, committees or what have you? Yeah, yeah, you guys have tried to talk me into that over the years. I've, I've, <laughs> not, uh, I've, not, I've not taken the bait yet, but I, I think there's a rumor of me being on some of the QP committees here in the near future. I am a, a member of the New York City Steel Painting Council, and soon to be some national council, so I'm sure I'll get looped in at some point here. Okay, awesome. Yeah, I mean, the SSPC folks that I work with are always, you know, they're, they've spoken very highly of you guys, so um, it sounds like you're doing something right. Well, that's good news. Yes, Thank it you. is. Um, okay, great. I would say, what, what would you say that Champion's role then in the coding's world would be, so more so than just the association world? Um, in the general coding's world, what, what is your role? What's your goal, I guess, is, could be a way to say that. Well, let's, let's look at that in two different buckets. So we fit the role of a, of a multifaceted liquid applied coatings company, meaning that we apply anything that comes in a bucket. But, you know, it's more than that because there are a lot of contractors that do the same thing we do. Maybe they do it as well or better. But what we've really tried to do from the inception of Champion is promote a, a better way of, of working with and managing the team members that call themselves champions today. That's everyone from the, the apprentice that's on the job day one 
through our executive team. So we feel that the most valuable asset any organization can ever have is their people. So the focus for us is, has been and always will be the people, because without them, you and I wouldn't be having this conversation. So the role we play, I think, is to be a leader in how to better manage and facilitate uh, a workplace that is conducive to happiness and productivity. And one thing we understand is that, you know, if you're out on a job or you're in the office or, or you're an inspector or health and safety person and you're not happy where you're working, a few things happen. One, your productivity goes, goes out the window. And secondly, you're not focused on your job. So that, that's really been kind of the, the mission at Champion is to become the, the dominant codence applicator in the country and do it in a way that is not um, – on the backs of our people, but with our people rising with us. Mm -hmm. Does that answer the question? Absolutely, yeah. And and without giving out maybe any of the secret sauce, I mean, is there a way that you go ahead and, and try to make sure that your people are happy? Well, it's, it's, uh, it's not secret sauce. I think it's common sense. It's unfortunate that many of my competitors don't feel the same way. But first and foremost, we, we try to offer everybody respect and um, and, and give them a reason and a want to be proud of working with us. And secondly, you know, you're not here for fun, you're here to make money. So we pay higher than everyone else pays. And that's just is what it is. But that, that in turn has to be repaid in productivity and, and profitable projects and not through pushing as hard as we can, but thinking outside the box, having the latest and most innovative technology, understanding where we make our money you know, not getting caught up in the in the in the in the pennies, but looking at the dollars. So we, we try to continuously educate and train ourselves and our teams to aid in better productivity, safer work practices. You know, looking looking at and 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 experimenting the latest technology before we fully implement it. And uh, and I think that's how we continue to you know maintain this magnet for the best in the industry. Mm -hmm. Um, as far as the training goes and this, um, I mean, are you seeing any sort of changes in the industry? Uh, maybe not specific to training. I guess I always just think of safety when it comes to a lot of changes that have happened over the past, you know, decade or so. Are there changes that you've seen in the industry? For sure. I mean, when I got in the industry, believe it or not, and I'm not that old, there were still belts, you know, that we used to call it a five-point harness, and I don't think many of our staff now have ever heard that term five-point harness they only hear the term harness so in my short time in the business which is you know call it a little over two decades you know i've seen tremendous changes in safety you know it was never safety never dictated the cadence of a project today it does you know to today safety can be the the motivator for getting the project done or it can just completely muddy everything up, slow it down, depending on how it's applied and how the participants perceive safety. So um, I guess in a more specific manner, I, I see big changes in the lead exposure. You know, we're not just looking at lead anymore. We're looking at, you know, all heavy metals. We're looking at chromium. So, uh, you know, and, and the PPE itself, I mean, the day-to-day, -day, you know, the day-to-day -day stuff, the, the folks out there performing the work, you know, the PPE is, is just leaps and bounds ahead of what, I started with. I mean, today I was looking at a hard hat that, you know, to, to explain it in simple terms, just like what you'd see a rock climber wearing, right, opposed to the standard hard hat we see in the construction industry. 
I think we're a year and a half or two years away from that being the standard hard hat. So, you know, there, there are changes, and, and we here at Champion, we always look to vet them out, understand them, pro, look at the pros and the cons, and then if it makes sense, we implement it. That's great, yeah. I mean, I think you're, the name of your company sort of speaks to what you're, sounds like what you're trying to do as far as champion, championing, you know, the safe practices and everyone going home at the end of the day, I would imagine. It, it's, couldn't have said it better myself. Well, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> you sure you're not looking? You sure you're not looking for work somewhere else? <laughs> no, I'm good. Thanks, so. though. You can be a champion. I <laughs> um, what about any specific projects that you think of if you know most memorable? Whether that's doesn't have to be the biggest, obviously, but anything that kind of comes to mind. Well, I mean, you know, we, we perform, you know, steel ground storage tanks all over the country and world. We perform, you know large bridge projects all over the all over the country. So all of those, I guess some of them are, are sexy in the New York area, but the stadium work we've done has, has really been, been interesting and they've been very fun projects. The uh, the Atlanta Falcon Stadium was was the most recent large stadium. And I north of five million square foot on the project. We had, you know, 150 craft at one time working seven days a week. And, and we, we performed, we got it done in time, and we actually did the, the final stadium cleanup. We had, you know, 50 plus rope access uh, craft on the job, and it, it was it was a fun, exciting project. The the end result is a beautiful stadium. The paint job's the, the best part of the stadium, for sure. Not the big screens or anything, or the roof that opens, but the paint job's what everyone looks at when they go there. Is that, um... I mean, I'm assuming it's architectural as well, but is that like an intumescent or something like that? What was no, the coating? No, it's just normal paint. I was, I, was, I was joking. No one looks at a paint job with me. Well, but, no, but... <laughs> but it's, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's, it's zinc, zinc polysiloxane, so it's a two-coat Sherwin-Williams system. Okay. Um, the, uh, the commercial painting was, was, was performed by a local Atlanta, you know, like a commercial painter. Uh -huh. But all the steel structure, all the retractable roof, the dome work, all of that was us. That does sound fun. Do you guys ever get to go to any of the stadiums where you've painted? You know, I've never seen a game in any of them. Oh. I'm not a big I'm not a big sports fan, so that's, that's probably why. But I did see Metallica at Dolphin Stadium. Okay. Or Hard Rock Stadium, so that that was kind of neat. But um, no, I, I don't go back to them. You know, by the time the job's done, I don't want to see the stadium ever again. But <laughs> but uh, and also, like I said, I'm, I'm not a sports fan, so right. if I was yeah. I'd probably I'd probably go back. Yeah, that makes sense. What about the future? What do you guys think uh, Champion is looking like in the next, you know, year, five, ten years? You, you already mentioned going from th number three to number two, so movement upwards sounds like. Well, there's only one place to be as a champion, right? That's mm -hmm. the top. That's the top. So um, we've got many more regional offices to open. We, we've got a, uh, a, a tremendous um, rev annual revenue goal to meet. We've got a lot of folks to, to meet, greet, and hire. So they're all things that are on my plate for the next three to five years. Mm -hmm. I expect that, that we'll, uh, we'll, we'll move across the country like you know, as we have been. Louisiana and Texas is a, is, a, is a primary for us to go tap. Obviously, the West Coast, we're already active on the West Coast. So I would expect you'll see some, some regional offices on the West Coast and you know, obviously expansion of services as well. We have uh, a large specialty services group, which also offers 
industrial roofing, siding and sheeting, steel repairs, insulation. So that, that team and that group is, you know, they're, they're maturing and coming into their own. So I would expect to see them really kick it up a notch over the next few years. Mm -hmm. Any challenges that you're experiencing? I mean, I feel like most contractors are right now that, you know, dealing with a labor shortage. Are you guys experiencing that at all? That, it goes back to that pay people what they're worth then, you know. Yeah. If, you, if you pay people what they're worth, then you got a you got a greater chance of attracting the top talent. And also it's not just about money, it's also about treating them fairly and giving them a place where they can improve themselves and their situation for them and their families. So there is a labor shortage, there's a leadership shortage. I'd be lying to you if you say we don't ever run into it, but in many cases, you know, our, our leaders don't leave. They just attract more leaders. So we're hopeful that that will continue to happen. And uh, if it doesn't, we're just going to home grow our own. So um, that's really our attitude. That's awesome. I just want to circle back real quickly about the um, SSPC slash NACE sort of aspect of it, since we are doing you know, a member profile. Um, could you share maybe, obviously you see value in the, the, the QP programs and what have you. Is there, you know, how does SSPC membership been benefiting you guys as a, as a company over the years? We, we both participate as a contractor in the QP programs, but we also participate as owners, executives, and, and staff members with, with all the SSPC training. I'm an I'm a MPI myself. I think I'm number 10 or 11 or something like that. Dwayne is, of course, 007. He's the James Bond of, of SSPC, right? So um, we, 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 if I ask my folks to do it, then I have to go do it. So all of the specific training SSPC offers that's more geared towards the, the, the contractor and the contractor's role in our industry is extremely beneficial on the contractor side and also on the CEI and third-party inspector and owner side because they don't have the experiences that, that we have as contractors. So I think it's been a, a, a great opportunity to meet and greet, get together, share ideas, and better understand what actually happens in the field. Our industry oftentimes forgets that without the guys with the blast nozzle on our hand down on the side of a bridge, they don't exist. I'm not here, you're not here, nobody on this phone calls here for that matter discussing these topics if we don't have the work being performed and I think we get caught up in this minutia of specifications and trying to you know be the smartest uh, person or spec writer in the room and we really lose sight of the, the field we really can only do what the field can do if we empower them to do it so I think CAS was, was, a, was a, a big step to legitimize our craft workers and, and put a certification on their shoulder I think there's a lot of work to be done there to, to really dial that 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 training set in you know, from, from the CAS all the way through final CAS. Um, I think the QP programs are, are really outstanding. I mean, NACE has obviously been, NACE has been a big uh, piece of the, the industry for, for many years. So, you know, their, their inspectors and their uh, understanding of the owner and the engineer blended with SSPC's more contractor friendly training, hopefully will yield something kind of a, as a hybrid. So I'm, I'm uh, excited to see where, where they go with it. That's actually a perfect segue to my, uh, I guess, last question. We'll see. Um, you know, obviously, we're going through a merger right now with SSPC and NACE. Well, obviously, to those of us in the industrial world. And of course, I work for them, so it's obvious to me. Um, yeah. 
you know, you're looking forward to how they could blend the training. Is there anything else that you're looking forward to with that merger potentially? Yeah, yeah. I'd like to not see all the different SSPC and NACE standards written in one specification. I'd like to be cleaned up. Hmm. Uh, I, think, I think that'll be helpful. Um, I'm, I'm hopeful that contractors don't lose their voice because NACE is just such a large player. And SSPC, I think, is a smaller piece of the puzzle. Uh, and, and NACE historically has not been really contractor friendly. Not that they're anti-contractor, but that's not their, I don't think that's their key source of revenue. So I'm hoping that the NACE folks come and meet and greet and talk to us and, and, and let us be part of this, this merger and, and part of what the organization will look like in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope so too. Obviously, I'm aligned with the contractors so you know it's in my best interest as well so well you got a secondary job offer anyway so don't, don't worry about that. <laughs> that's true <laughs> i have a plan b <laughs> <laughs> um okay how about i guess we'll end with this one unless you have anything else you want to add that i did not ask um any sort of opportunities you're seeing in the future for the codings industry as a whole you know, obviously, this infrastructure bill is going to be huge for for everybody involved in, in coatings. There's going to be hopefully a bigger spend there, but even without it, we're seeing such a large influx of opportunities and road to bridge. It's it's, it's pretty amazing. Um, you know, I, I just think that we need to, as an industry, continue to you know raise the bar and expect and bring everyone along that wants to come along, and, and those that don't, we're going to have to go do something else, right? So. Hopefully the, the, the new merger you know, keeps that in mind that, that there needs to be some standards and, and we need to be able to enforce them mm-hmm. through the owner or through the new organization or whomever. Thanks again to Kyle Hoff at Champion Painting Specialty Services Corp who shared a lot of great insight there about himself, his family, as well as the company in general. Uh, that's where we'll wrap up today's episode. If you haven't already, please do subscribe to our brand new Codings Pro podcast channel to get all of these episodes as soon as they come out. You can find it by searching for Codings Pro on Apple, Google, Spotify, and virtually all other major distributors. With that, we'll sign off. I'm Stephanie Chizik, Editor-in-Chief of Codings Pro Magazine, and until next time, happy coding. Calling all Codings contractors. We have a great resource for you. Codings Pro Magazine provides you with the latest news, trends, and technologies for your coding needs. And the best part? It's completely free to anyone who signs up. Simply visit CodingsProMag.com slash subscribe. Codings Pro. Know what the pros know.